good morning sisters good morning everyone okay um as a follow-up to the voice notes that i sent yesterday or we posted yesterday um i was playing it for my husband and he made some comments which i felt was um, worthy of notes to share with us and um, i'm still going to go back to the scripture that i told us to go look at again which is first corinthians chapter 7 i'm going to be reading from verse 32 and i'm using the passion translation it says because of this we need to live as free from anxiety as possible for a single man is focused on the things of the lord and how he may please the lord so i'm going to screenshot this scripture and i underline the single man is focused on the things of the lord and how he may please the lord so those are the two things well that is the main thing that a single man the traits of a single man that is in line with god's will for you is that he's focused on the things of the lord so right now if you have a guy in your life you can judge you can you can put the scripture in parallel with that person that is hovering around you or that person you're dating he says that single man is someone who is focused on the things of the lord every word written in the scripture is to edify us no word was written in the scripture to to assume or to conclude or to infer no it is the right mind of god it says every single man is focused on the things of the lord and how he may please the lord that is the focus of the single man it says the married man is pulled in two directions the assignment and the purpose of a married man is pulled in two directions which is is concerned about both the things of god and the things of this world in order to please his wife so the man is is burdened with the assignment to be the priest to be the king and to be the prophet to communicate with god and to know what the heart of the lord is for his family so the assignment of the man is to be concerned about the things of god and to please his wife can you see that the focus of the single man isn't to please his girlfriend or to please himself his focus and his assignment is to to, to be focused on the Lord and to please him, to please God. That is the assignment of the single man. But the assignment of this married man is to please his wife. The affection and the desire of his wife would always be on his heart. He must please his wife. But first of all, he must be concerned with the things of God, which he already started doing when he was single. That is, those are the things he was already doing when he was single. He was seeking God. He was living for God. He was concerned about God. He was pleasing God. And those things he carries into the marriage. So I just had to explain to us the characteristics, the things you must look out for in any guy. Fine, he has a job, he's good looking, he's handsome, your art cliques and all of that. But if these foundational truths are not found in him, he is not your husband. If you peradventure now marry him, you have to bear the consequences of a man who is not concerned about the things of God, who does not please the Lord, who is not bothered about you. Because eventually, if he doesn't, what makes a man please his wife? 
what makes a man go after seeking his wife and doing what she wants and what she loves and what will please her is that he puts God first. It is God that will teach him how to please his wife. It is God that will teach him how to put the affection of his wife before himself. So let me go to the single ladies, which is all of us here says that um, a single woman is focused on the things of the Lord that is the focus of a single woman so that she can be holy holiness is what God has called single women to both in our body and our spirit both in our body and our spirit you have been called to holiness as a single woman. You're not, you're not called to be a technical virgin. You know those who are technical virgins? Those who have not necessarily had any form of sexual intercourse with their boyfriend or with guys, but they've done everything, oral sex, anal sex, any other thing, but their hymen their is intact, like their hymen is intact, so they can claim their virgins, but they have defiled their body in any way, in every other way. They must, they must, they do all of that. It says that the focus of a single woman is to, is, is the things, the, the focus woman, the single woman, sorry, is focused on the things of the Lord, <laughs> on how she can be holy, both in her body and her spirit. And it is not a coincidence that the Bible is talking about this and it puts the body before the spirit. Usually, the order of things is the spirit, soul, and body. No, but it put the body first because our body is what attracts the opposite sex. Our body wants to be caressed, caressed, or our body wants to be smooched. Let me use it like that. Our body wants to be smooched. Our body wants to feel loved. Our body wants to feel good. Our body wants to feel, you know, wants to wear the latest things, wants to, wants to basically feel among. That's what our body wants. And it says that our focus is on the things of the Lord. So that, so that our body can be holy, how our body can be holy, and how our spirits, our mind, our soul can be holy. Holiness is what a single woman seeks after. As she's focused on God, she's focused on how she can remain pure, undefiled, how she can prepare her body. Have you seen a bride, especially those small girls who have never been defiled before, who are so innocent, who are so pure, who are, whose affection is just, let me just marry, like, let me just go and be for my husband, like, you are pure, you are holy. And if for, 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 you know, for some reasons under, you know, you've already been defiled, like, you've already, your body is no longer, you don't consider your body as holy anymore, you don't consider your spirit as pure, you don't consider your mind as pure, the Lord is calling us today unto repentance. The Lord is calling us today unto, unto consecration, unto rededication. Like I said in the other audio, God cannot call us to do what He will not equip us to do. So if you have been called into, into to be holy, He will give you all the tools you need. And it says that a married woman is concerned about the things of the world and how she may please her husband. <laughs> but you know, what we find out now is that single women are concerned about the things of their boyfriend or about the things of men, how they can please the guys in their life. But that is not the order. The other is when your 
single, you focus on God. But when you are married, your affection is for the is for your husband. God did not even tell the woman to be the one that we focused on on him. No, it is the man. But you know what we've seen now it reverses the case when a woman is more spiritual than her husband. When she's the one receiving revelation, receiving rema. When you go to churches these days, who do you see is women? As the devil intentionally reversed the order so that what he can he can destroy people's destinies. So that you can destroy people's destinies. So you keep seeing a woman who loves God, who is hungry for God, but she now ends up marrying a man who does not even care about who God is. He's just all he cares about is make money, hang out with boys, you know, once a while throw some throw some change to his wife, and you know, just basically rude, rude, doesn't keep himself, does not keep to does not keep to his covenant. God, no, he's, he's just there. You know, but God is reminding us today as single women that our focus is on Him. And if you've been if you have changed the order, He has given unto you strength today. He's given unto you strength today to seek Him, to rededicate your life, to consecrate yourself, to come back to Him and say, God, I have missed it. That I know. But now I am ready to walk with you. I'm ready to stay. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to be patient. I'm ready to know what exactly you want of me in this season and help me. So what he wants you to do is to be focused on him. So ask him, God, how do you want me to be focused on you? I thought being a worker in church is being focused on you. And he's saying, no, I want more from you. I want you to wake up early and seek me. I want you to, to wear the dress. I want your your heart to be pure. I want your spirit to long for me. I want your body to please me. I want you to use your body to glorify me. Not to wear clothes, not to dress up to kill, not to dress up to slay men, not to dress up to attract ungodly men, not even to dress up to attract godly men. No, not, not, it's not about your body and about, your, about yourself. It is about me. Hello sisters, good morning everybody, a good day, because right now we have people across the world on this group, and I'm super, super excited about that, thank you Lord, there's, um, let's pray, Dear Lord God, we thank you for today, we magnify your holy name for your goodness, thank you for your beauty, thank you for your love towards us, thank you for your protection, thank you because um, you are mindful of us. You love us so much and you set up structures and systems and people, community to support us, to help us enter into the promised land that you have you have prepared for us thank you for all that you're doing to ensure that we equalize with the true version of who you you have designed us to be thank you for your light shining in our hearts thank you for your grace upon our head thank you for joy in our soul thank you for revelation in our minds thank you for strength in our bodies thank you for healing of our souls thank you for all that you lord god you're doing in us for us through us and with us in this time and in this season thank you for the word that you've spoken in that you will speak to us today because this word will become flesh this word will profit us this word would help us to move from where we are to where you want us to be thank you holy spirit because you are constantly every time powerfully walking inside of us and the result of this would not 
the result of this transformation and this work you're doing is not just to make us have um, a beautiful home and um, have beautiful children and marry a godly man. It's actually for us to be, to be your light in this world. It transcends us just having a beautiful marriage. It is for us to be a voice and a light in the body of Christ and to ultimately make heaven. God, this we ask of thee today in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I'm glad to be doing this. You know, like I, I said, I think I've mentioned here before, or oh, let me say it now that I when when this orb was going to start, I thought it was going to be the regular, you know, draw up a structure and talk about these, have an outline and all of that, you know, go into some in-depth teaching and all. But no, God said no, this is not going to be regular because um knowledge puffs up like a lot of singles know so much already there have been lots of seminars and books and all of that so, but i want you to speak my word for now like what is in my heart right now concerning their life that is what i want you to communicate to them part time so if he doesn't give me a word to deliver to us i would not be here so this morning when i was waiting on god god was speaking to my heart about what i want to share right now and i want you to please ensure you're not distracted and pay attention you know god said i should let you know that he would never never ever tell you or lead you to date a married man he would never he would never no matter the circumstances or situation that is ongoing in the life of in the marriage of that man it is it, god would never prepare you and say that um i'm sending you to this guy because he's having a bad marriage so that um when the marriage ends then you will marry him no he would never some of us might have grown up in a community where we see or maybe our moms even married her dads when they were still when our dad was still married to someone else or maybe we've seen it before where a man is married and them they have a domestic maid or a secretary or a family friend who comes in who is close to the family who got close to the family and one way or the other ended up being the wife of the man that is never the order of god bible says that what the lord has joined together let no man put asunder and even if the lord did not join them together let's say the guy after getting married to his wife became born again and you know enough and that oh this his wife is not is not the will of god for him and he likes you because you are spiritual and you're born again and he says oh i want to leave my wife because she's not born again i made a wrong decision when i married her, i wasn't born again but you are now the right decision it god would not still allow that why because Paul talked about those people who are married to an home believer. You know, he was talking about the woman, that if a woman is married to an home believer man, that she should stay there and keep praying for him. And um, if, if, if she wants to leave, she can leave. But she should pray for him because her prayers can actually save him. He even talks about their children, that their children, her children will be righteous because of her. So a man cannot be in a relation, in a mar- marital you know, relationship or in a marriage and be proposing to you. It is deception and it is lies. And you know what? If you are in that trap, 
right now god is saying that his mercy is sufficient for you and he's giving you the strength and the grace to come out of it there's something about deception deception is not obvious deception feels like it's the right thing deception has all the characteristics of the right thing you know when abraham received the word from god that he was going to become the father of many nations and it took 25 years for that word to come to pass it was in between those 25 years that sarah was like do you know what it doesn't look like god is going to answer these prayers do you know what can we can can i just give you my maid so that you can sleep with her and he slept with the maid and the, the maid gave birth to ishmael you know and it looked like that was a promise and when he when he finished doing that god told him ishmael is not a promise i will still bring the promise to you so that is deception they were deceived to believe that ishmael they committing sin and they going out of the will of god was still somehow going to bring them into the promise no if god has promised you that he would give you the bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh he is not going to he's not going to he's not going to tear a marriage apart in order to give you your own bone no your own bone will be made for you your own bone will be designed for you your own bone will be your own bone it will not be one person's bone that was broken or um, um, no tear that part they now want to go me to you no god is a good god and is a god of order is a god of is not is not an author of confusion so peradventure you've been deceived before now or you are still being deceived right now the holy spirit is inside of you if you're on this group i believe you have the holy spirit in you and that holy spirit will teach you on how to come out of that deception the holy spirit will help you to get out of that deception let me tell you one thing why married men are so attractive you know a married man is with his wife 24 7. he has to bear with her complaints has to love her you know he has to meet her needs in the process of being married he becomes a better man <laughs> he, he, he would never be the same kind of man that entered that marriage even if his marriage is for six months he would have he would have learned how to how to handle a woman one way or the other the emotional part you know the every part of the woman he would know and he would he would if he's a good man for instance he'll be more attractive especially when he's domestic when he's there for his wife and all of that so the man looks all handsome all robust all beautiful like every word he says every word he says every word he speaks you know every action he takes reaches to you and you feel like wow this guy is just all that but the reason why he got there is through the process of being with his wife through the fight of waking up sleeping fighting praying together and all those whatever things that they go today they are going through is what actually brings them to brings into that refined place look at men look at married when married couples when 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 they post their wedding pictures maybe if they've been married for like two three years you see that they are glowing there is a grace that comes upon a couple whether they are happy or not there's just something they are just changed they're just changing every now and then so if that is the reason why they get really attractive they know the right things to say to get you all happy they know how to care for you they know how to so if if you have this married man around you who looks like he is your isaac the promise 
I want you to know today that he is not. God will not give you another man's husband, another woman's husband. <laughs> he will not. Okay, so if you ask me and say, I wasn't even going to talk about this part, but if now, so what if he's divorced? That one is a different ball game entirely. A different ball game. And I'm not even sure I want to get into that. If you, if you have that aspect, if you have that question and you really want me to answer, please send me a message and maybe I'll talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. But right now, I'm not going to get into that. What, just, what God just laid on my heart is to let you know that you should be patient. Do not allow the devil to deceive you. Do not let the devil make you feel like this married man who is having issues with his wife is God's best choice for you or that is the best you can always get. No. The Bible says we should not covet. Covetousness is a sin. So you cannot be longing for another man's husband. See, when a man comes to meet you and says, my wife is a witch, my wife is bad, I made a mistake, I made all of that. What makes you feel that when he gets married to you, in a couple of years, he would not still have that same story to say about you? You should always remember that whatever you sow, you will reap. So if you sow a seed of discord into someone's marriage and break up that marriage, no matter how spiritual you are, if you if you keep if you are close, if your best friend is a married man and and you know that you don't talk to his wife like his wife is not your friend, it is wrong. And that might sound extreme, but it is wrong. When a man gets married, no matter how if he was if he was your best friend or if he was your elder brother or if so far is married ensure that your friendship with him includes his wife ensure that there is nothing you talk about or nothing you guys do together that you cannot do in the presence of his wife so this thing is very very sacred because you would not want to sow unknowingly sow seeds that will wait for you in the future so if you are as a single lady now you have married men who kind of like send you money once in a while and you don't you're not even married you're not sleeping with them but they're always there for you it is wrong it is wrong <laughs> you know it is wrong if your ex-boyfriend is married and you guys still talk and anytime you're emotionally down you still talk to him it is wrong it is a bad seed you know see let's as single ladies let's see married men as a plague let's see them as destiny destroyer like this guy would destroy my destiny if i don't take off but if his wife is involved with you like both of them are your friends both of them and you should even be closer to the wife why do you want to be closer to a married man why why would you want to do that to yourself you know so that's what god does want me to speak to us today that we should be very sensitive we should not be deceived and one way to overcome deception you know some of us will see i started dating him and i did not even know he was married that's can only happen to you if you are not listening to the spirit of God inside of you. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying that without any form of apology or any sense of regret. If you are dating someone and you did not know he was married, and that means that he was lying to you, it means that the Holy Spirit inside of you, you killed it, you suppressed it, and you, you made it so so quiet that it was it was screaming the holy spirit was screaming and 
pointing you to things to see and you know and showing you the red flags but because you were just carried away with the fact that you want to feel loved you do not pay attention to what god was telling you see god is a good god i will keep saying this over and over again it doesn't matter how much hurt you felt in fact if you have been hurt so many times you should accept in your heart you know that it was your fault it was not god's fault yes you know the way the religion is such that it always puts the blame on god 